right, we got episode two here. I'm your host, Frank, along with me and my co-host, Kyle. Uh, we got some exciting stuff to talk about. NFL, free agents, franchise tag. Talk about the combine a little bit. Uh, if you want to get at Kyle, he answers majority of the tweets at him. So hit him up on Twitter, at uh, the Washed Athlete. All the links are down there below. Um, I'll respond to most of the comments in the YouTube within reason. Um, so hit us with your questions. All right, let's go through the tags. We got Lamar Jackson, quarterback, Ravens, tag. Tony Pollard, running back, Cowboys, tag. Evan Ingram, tag. Jaguars, tight end. Deron Payne, defensive tackle. The Commanders, tagged. Josh Jacobs, running back for the Raiders, tag. And Saquon Barkley, the Giants, tag. Um, which one surprised you the most? Kind of a weird one. Might be Payne on Washington. Really? Um, I mean, he's a stud. He makes such a difference, but I don't know. There's so much Chase Young talk. Commanders obviously need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to pay Chase Young now. And I felt like if they were picking one, I, I thought they might take the younger guy, the guy with my eyes, a higher ceiling. So I don't know. I, I have my eyes on Chase Young. He might be moving around. That's like they're, yeah. they're one of the teams where I'm like, oh, Lamar Jackson. Like They have to be in for Lamar Jackson, especially with... Eric Bieniemy, like you got to set him up for success. Do they have a Week One starter right now? Is it Sam Howell? It's Sam Howell, yeah. Unless Heineke, I don't know what his contract situation is, but yeah, probably going to be Howell. It's not not easy to get too excited about that one for a Commanders fan. With, with Lamar going on the uh, the non-exclusive franchise tag, I think Diana Rossini just put it out there. Like the Atlanta Falcons are not even interested apparently in Lamar Jackson, which would have been a perfect fit because they have you know the cap space. Um, and they went after Deshaun Watson. Like, they were all in on Deshaun Watson, didn't get it. So you would think they were the likely place to go, but... There's no way they're they're like, let's just write it out with Sam Howell. They have really good receivers. I agree, I agree. They have good running backs. They have a good defense. What do you do? I mean, you're going to roll with Sam Howell? No expectation. They draft 16th, so they're going to have to trade up if they want anything. And and if they trade up, it's going to take more than we'll give you the pick in next year's first round. They would give Chase Young or Deron Payne, I think. Really? That's what the Bears want. I think the Bears target offensive line and free agency. And then they're, they got to do something with their defensive line. It's either use your draft pick on it or do something like this with Washington, a guy that you know has got it. Two guys mm-hmm. that you know have got it. So trading Justin Fields is out of the question for you? Out of the question. There's no way they're doing that. Really, You wouldn't take yeah. him for Lamar straight up? You wouldn't even no. entice the offer? No. no, Lamar's asking for $200 million. Justin Fields is on a rookie contract. No, I mean, it sounds good for the Ravens. Like, I would consider it. I don't think they want to pay oh, the Oh, the Ravens would be drooling over it. Yeah. Do you like the idea of, uh, who is it, T. Higgins getting traded to the to the Bears for the number one overall pick? Get him a wide oh, receiver not one? Oh, for, not for the number. We would, we would need well, more I mean, than T for number one overall. Some. Yeah, I guess it depends what else. But you have, you I have don't any know. wide receivers in mind? Bears should target. This guy, Jackson Smith and Jigba, I, I think, dude, I think he... So trade back. Next couple of years, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough because, like, I don't think... The Bears wouldn't take him top five, probably wouldn't take him top ten. But I think within the next couple of years, he's going to be a top five receiver. Like, I think he's that good. Really? Oh, yeah. Damn. Dude, he's in, he's insane. Yeah, he looked good in the combine. He he's really dominated good. at every level. The way it's it's for me, it's the way like Ohio State guys talk about him. 
Like the way C.J. Stroud talks about him, and then the way Brian Hartland does. Brian Hartland coached Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jameson Williams, like all these studs, Marvin Harrison. And he talks about Jackson, like Jackson's in his own tier compared to those guys, according to Brian Hartline. Garrett came in and had over a thousand yards for the Jets, and I mean our quarterback situation was in total limbo. Like, you know, hey, three man, different Olave. quarterbacks. And yeah, no, it, Olave is probably one Andy of the most Dalton underrated. And Mike White throwing receivers. to him. No, that it was is, crazy that is, how much yeah. yards they put up. If it was me, if I was running the Jets, I would have signed Derek Carr twenty-five mil a year, twenty-five mil a year guaranteed. So it comes out to like thirty-seven if he hits all the incentives. If we, because if, Derek Carr is a four-year deal, right? If we go the Aaron Rodgers route, which they're talking literally as we speak, they they flew to California to meet up with Aaron, Woody Johnson, Joe Douglas, uh, you know Nathaniel Hackett, Salah. They're there right now, so we're probably he's probably gonna join the team when before we I even post this. I cannot believe you're rolling your eyes at this. No, 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 no. It's not a roll eyes situation. It's it's. I'm this very is a excited. Dream scenario I, if you're I, a Jets fan. I get it. I get it. Believe me, I'm ecstatic about it. But I I personally would have signed Derek Carr. I would have signed him five years, five years, one twenty-five, five years, one fifty. Because now mm, we we're gonna I go disagree. get. I yeah, listen, that's fine. Well, it's my team. We <laughs> we are going to have to ship away Carl Lawson, CJ Mosley, maybe Corey Davis. Um listen. Th- that's veteran leadership on the team right there. It's like we're going to have to we're going to we're already light at linebacker, obviously cor- quarterback, O-line, wide receiver. We give up Corey Davis like we're going to have to go through the draft. We're going to have to sign someone, so I don't know. I love. Listen, I love Aaron Rodgers. I think I think he's awesome, but he's retiring after two years. From from what I'm gathering, he's probably going to retire after two years, unless he loves New York, which I really hope he does. At the end of year two, it's going to be Zach Wilson again. That's the thing. That's what scares me. Is oh, he no. sat behind Aaron Rodgers, sat behind Aaron Rodgers for two years, learned from his mentor, his idol, growing up. Zach Wilson gets handed the keys. This is what it's going to be, and then we're going to be back at square one. That's what I'm afraid of. I, as a Jets fan, bro, done. as a Jet, mm, as a Jets fan, I want safety and security. <laughs> that's all I ask for. That's I want, that's what Carr gives you. He gives you a I know, first round exit to the playoffs. He's not giving you anything no, worth no, it. No, no. I mean, if we had Jimmy Garoppolo, we were making the playoffs last year. Like Derek Carr. I mean, you're in the you're in the AFC. I mean, you think Derek Carr's Jets? Could outduel Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert. Like, you think Derek Carr is going to be the guy? I don't know. I disagree. Listen, I get it. He hasn't won a playoff game. Whatever. That's that's a fair argument. But he also hasn't had like a top fifteen defense in his entire career. And he had to deal with the Henry Rugg situation. Had to deal with you know a multitude of other factors that were going on. The Raiders, John Gruden getting fired. Like that whole organization was a shit show. So I mean, I don't. He was the only st- the stability they had over the past like ten years. So I mean, I just wanted the personal accountability and like the the leadership that he brought. Like I love that for the offense. But as soon as we hired Hackett, it was Aaron Rodgers, hundred percent. Like right now, we should be going in for Lamar Jackson over Aaron Rodgers. A dream scenario for an NFL team right now. I know Derek Carr's already signed. Yeah. In my eyes, he's a perfect mentor guy to learn behind. Because he's not an asshole. Like, he's not like how Brett Favre treated Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, that worked out. But he's a really good guy. I think he's really smart. 
I think he's the type of guy you want to be your quarterback if you draft Anthony Richardson. Because Anthony Richardson has potential through the ceiling. And I don't know that there's a better guy other than Derek Carr for him to learn behind. I know they don't play a similar game, but he's just like a leader and a good guy and knows a lot about football. That's what I think Derek Carr is. I think he's someone who primes your project to take you to the Super Bowl. I don't think he takes you to the Super Bowl. That's fair. Listen, he hasn't shown any reason to to give him a Super Bowl kind of outlook from his previous playoff years. I mean, he has not won. So, I mean, I understand that. Um, but no, as a leader, that's 100% hit the nail on the head. I mean, he was literally crying in his press conference because he was upset with how how poorly the team was playing and how they were kind of like giving up on him. So I understand that. And the thing, the thing with Aaron Rodgers is he really is like perfect for our system. He is perfect. I don't want to make it sound like I'm not happy he to will get be. him. I'm ecstatic. And I, we're already making it sound future. like he's the yeah, now. He's, he's yeah. the now. He really is. No, that's a good way to put it. He's not the future. He is the now. But I mean, it's two years of just like Super Bowl or bust. Like that's that's kind of what we're getting out of this. I mean, even if we go to a divisional round, if we just make the playoffs, like that's huge for the Jets because we haven't we haven't sniffed the playoffs in first. I feel you. It's been like 2011, I think, was the last time we we made it to the playoffs. So. You join a you join a conference or you join a division with Josh Allen, Tua, who's pretty fat, fragile, and Mac Jones, and I mean the Patriots. I think are just going downhill. Um, I think the Patriots. The Patriots haven't finished last. Patriots haven't finished last in the AFC East since 2000. I bet you next year they're going to finish dead last in the AFC East, and it's going to be Bill Belichick's last year in the NFL. Book it. Yeah, I, I I could see finishing last. I don't know about Belichick. I don't think he wants to go out on the bottom. I mean, dude, Nathaniel Hackett has something to prove as the offensive coordinator of the Jets. Like he's he's going into this season like I kind of just like screwed myself last year with the Broncos. High, super high expectations. Mortgaged the future for Russell Wilson. Ridiculously underperformed. Gets fired. Now he's on the Jets. I mean, we literally brought him here for what seems like just to get Aaron Rodgers. So, brought I, mean, I think they another both have... high pressure situation. It is a really high pressure situation because if we don't make the playoffs this year or if we don't like have a good run, I mean, I think Sal is on the hot seat. Um, I don't think I don't think Joe Douglas is on the hot seat. I think he's done an excellent job like throughout this entire throughout last year's entire off season. I thought through the draft, he's done really well. I mean, the, having the, offensive and defensive rookie of the year, he's got he's got a yep. job for a while, I think. For sure. But, I mean, we also did suck, and we did have two picks in the top, you know, 10. Um, but that was that was because of his Jamal Adams trade. So, I mean, it's it's a I – think it, I think his job is very secure, personally. I think some people might disagree with me, but I think Joe Douglas is here for the long term. Uh, Sala is – definitely on the hot seat this year i don't know i I've, if we don't make the playoffs i think Salah might be done as as the jets head coach i think that might be it for him maybe they give him another year but i i mean i doubt it i think it's playoffs or bust for him which is tough because i love the culture he has but i mean if if he doesn't if he doesn't make it got to go offensive we got to start going offensive i think and that goes away from Rex Ryan's, you know, 2010, 2011 AFC championship runs where it's just like defense and run the ball and Mark Sanchez would just hand the ball off. 
Yeah, Bears have been trying to replicate that for 40 years now, so I'm I'm also down to switch to offense. Uh, yeah, no, the majority of teams that were in the uh, in the playoffs, like late, I think it was the the final eight coaches in the playoffs were all offensive head coaches. Like it's just it's taken over the league. So like well, you need you need yeah. somebody. I feel like offensive head coach is the way to go. So what do you think Lamar does? Because will he pay, will he will he even consider playing for the Ravens on the franchise tag deal? No, no, he's he's not playing for the Ravens on the franchise tag. Um, I think I think he talks with the Falcons, the Commanders, the Panthers, uh, the Colts. I think the Jets. I mean, I think we should talk to him. I know we pretty much have Aaron Rodgers, you know, tied up with a bow. But uh, I would. I would talk to him. I think a lot of Jets fans would say, listen, I know Rodgers is a perfect fit for the system, but you have to talk to Lamar Jackson if you're afforded that opportunity and just see, just test the market, see what he's like, see if he's the guy you want to bring in. And I mean, a lot of Jets fans would prioritize him over Aaron Rodgers. I think the majority would. So, I mean, he, Joe Douglas, I would definitely look into it. But I think the Falcons, he talks with the Falcons, Panthers, Commanders, Colts, um, and I think one of them is going to offer him 200 mil guaranteed. Maybe not 230 that Deshaun Watson got, but I think 200 guaranteed. I could easily see that. What did you like from the NFL Combine? Anthony Richardson started, I think, plus 10,000 to go first overall, and now he's tied with C.J. Stroud. Second. Are they tied now? At what plus what are they at? 350. Plus 350. Yeah. That's insane. Do you if think it, he's worth the hype right now? If a team takes Anthony Richardson top 10, I think they're out of their minds. Really? Out of their minds. I don't get I don't know why the odds jump too. Well, we just found out he's big and strong and athletic. We knew that. It was like, what did we what did we just figure out? What are we doing? You, here's the crazy thing. He runs whatever, a 4 was it 443 four, something like that and the announcers, while he's doing it, the, whatever, whoever's commenting the combine, they're going, this is a big deal because this is where the league's going. You want to have an athletic quarterback, somebody who has that speed. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I don't get where this is going. You want to know division around quarterbacks um, from the playoffs. The, who Guess who had the fastest 40 out of those division around? There's eight of them. Mahomes, maybe. You won't get it. Daniel Jones. That's the fastest. Vanilla so Vic. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is where the league's going. This is where he, he ran a four five six. This is where the league's going. No, it's not. Mahomes ran a four eight. Jalen Hurts ran a four five nine. That's not too impressive. He's one of the best runners in the league. I'm like, it's not top end speed. These guys aren't running sprints. They they got to be agile, quick. They got to make good reads, like. I don't know why we're hyping up his 40 time and his vertical leap. Like, it doesn't matter at all. Again, Daniel Jones is the fastest guy in the playoffs. Like, quarterback speed does not matter. Burrow and Mahomes, I think most people agree, are the two best quarterbacks in the league. They're 4'8 and 4.76. Josh Allen was a 4.76, and we consider him one of the best runners in the league. Yeah. Again, I don't think it's that top end speed. I think it's that, like, ability of knowing when to run. And knowing where to run and things like that, but even that's all secondary to throwing. So I think it's crazy. I, I don't. I don't get why we're hyping up Richardson so much. Like he belongs in the league, but he belongs in the league behind a guy like Derek Carr, 
behind a veteran who we could learn from, and then maybe he'll turn into something. But the other thing, too, if, if you're one of these teams that even has a chance to take a quarterback in one of the first 10 picks, it's probably because your team's not very good, and he's not going to be a guy you could put in and turn a bad team into a good team. He didn't turn a bad Florida team into a good team. If you can't do it in college, you're not going to do it in the NFL. He's a guy who's like, maybe if we get the right coaches and the right supporting cast in a few years, he could reach his potential. But that's not what a top 10 pick is for. Top 10 pick is to turn your team around right now and build around that guy going forward. That's why I think he should be a second or third round guy. Who do you think? All right, so you think Will Levis should be ranked higher than Anthony Richardson right now? Yeah. I thought Will Levis looked good. I mean, again, I don't know how high I'd take him either, but I think he's more likely to be someone you plug in early. And again, I don't know if he's a top 10 pick. Really? So you're just thinking Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud top 10? Yeah. And they are absolutely they should be the first two guys taken in the draft and how many people do you think how many quarterbacks do you think will be taken in the top 10 i think the four we're talking about really all four i think all four of them there's so many teams that need quarterbacks right now i watched zach wilson's pro day and i was like wow dude this kid could throw like he is sick and now as a jets fan i've seen it play out so now i know it's not all that happens at the combine or the pro day and like with that kind of mindset, I'm looking at CJ and I'm looking at Bryce as the guys who have the the playoff experience and like they played relatively well, like very well. CJ, I mean, he loses his top two receivers, tight end, running back, and like you still almost beat the 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 soon to be he national lost the top like, three receivers. Yeah, no, I mean exactly, and he was still you know competing at a high level. So I mean. Yeah, if Marn if Marvin Harrison doesn't get knocked out of that game, they win. And oh yeah, I mean, they're up by they were up by two end. touchdowns yeah, when he got knocked out. out. Yeah, it's crazy. We couldn't get one yard on like, at, you know, full set of downs. Had to kick a fifty-two yard field goal, whatever the case is. But it's neither here nor there. I'm chalking that up to offensive coordinator. And but, yeah, uh, how how many points did we give up in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Like that was a defensive complete oh, yeah. breakdown. Do you think that uh, Jalen Carter is dropping at all because of his uh, high-speed incident resulted in a few fatalities? I don't know. I don't know if he is. I I think if he's dropping, he might drop below Will Anderson. I don't think he's dropping out of the top five. Like, because I think the concern there is like, once he gets this type of money, and he had money at Georgia, he had NIL money, and he was never he never had issues with it. But like, once you get this type of freedom and this type of money, especially Kirby Smart being such like a known motivator and kind of leader and stuff, you don't really have that at the NFL level. You're a lot more on your own. Um, the only concern is like, are events like this going to keep happening? Is he going to turn into a John Morant? I don't think so. It, it was a relatively minor. Thing it's like I think his role in it was relatively minor, so and I, I think it's going to be a wake up call for him, and he'll be fine. I think he's still a top five pick. So John ja Morant, since we're oh yeah, I'm glad. Up. Let's let's hop over to that. John ja Morant is has been on quite the tear recently with his uh, with his tweets and uh, kind of wannabe thug personality. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. 
I think he's a wannabe. And him and Shannon Sharp going at it is just too funny to me. When when Shannon Sharp was on the the you know court side for the Laker game, that was so funny. Um, but he apparently he brought a gun to a strip club at like three in the morning, and it was his gun. And if he would have brought that gun on the plane, then it's an automatic fifty game suspension. Like, oh wow, I didn't know that. That's, that's insane. And like he's the one who showed it. It's not like his friend he, was on Instagram Live and he yeah. was in the background. He was the one. It's like, what I mean, are you doing, dude? I tell you what, he did the right thing by saying he was, you know, checking out into a mental thing just because that's like the the key word nowadays. If you say that, you almost have like a... Yeah, I'm going to take some time to focus on myself and focus on learning. Yeah. yeah, that's... Somebody told him to say that, so good for that person. Um would you even have the Memphis Grizzlies competing for the West? Do you think they're they'd even make the Western Conference Finals with Ja? Do you think they're a contender? No, I don't think so. I don't even, dude. I don't know if Ja makes that much of a difference. I th- I think he's the leading scorer on a really good team, so we think he's a little bit more than he is. When he's out, they still play great. Yeah, he's the flashy guy, and he gets a lot of stats. I, I don't, but no, I don't think so. Um, the West is, the West has too many guys that can hang with them. My tiers would be, tier one, I'm going with the Nuggets, the Suns, and the Warriors. You know, two of those three teams are going to make the Western Conference Finals. All right, tier two is the Grizzlies, the Mavericks, and the Clippers, and then everyone else. I'm not even throwing the, I'm not even throwing the Kings up there. I'm not no, it's crazy. I probably put I probably put Clippers and Grizzlies in tier two, and then Mavericks and Kings in tier three. I don't know. I don't have faith in the Mavericks. Really? They're not deep. I don't know. They they haven't been gelling that well together. So I know it's hard to. It's completely different styles they're trying to figure out. But I just don't know if they have enough. I mean, they're hanging with teams. They are hanging with teams. And it's like a late game that's decided. The Suns barely beat him. I watched that game. The Suns barely beat him. Like, regardless, like, Luka had a yeah point-blank shot miss. Like, they hung with him. So, I mean, I think they could hang with anyone. I think I think they're going to be a second-round team. I don't think they. I don't think they beat the Warriors. I don't think they beat the Suns or the Nuggets. Like, I Dude, just don't I, see it. I definitely agree with your Tier 1. I went and watched the... Suns play the Bulls last Friday, and did there? I can't count how many times I was like, "There's nothing we could have done about that." Some shots that Booker and KD are hitting, I'm like, "I don't, I don't know what you do about that." Like they're going to hit those. They're probably I think the greatest be- mid range team I've yeah. ever seen. Like DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, Kevin yeah. Durant, Devin Booker, like they're automatic. I don't think anyone could handle them in a half-court game. I think if you want to beat them, you beat their bench because their bench isn't very good, and you make them run a lot. you got to play fast and athletic and young, I think, which in a way some teams in the West could do. Like the Kings, the Grizzlies, even the Warriors play really fast. Like, I don't know, the Nuggets play pretty fast. Like some of these teams – could do it, but if you're playing a half-court game against the Suns, it's over. Because I don't care. You could play physical with Durant and Booker. You could double-team them. It doesn't matter. 
in that setting, like they're going to be you. Just What's your Eastern Conference tiers? My Eastern Conference tiers, this recently changed. I'm going with the uh, the Celtics, the Bucks, and I'm actually going to throw in the 76ers now be- as tier one, yeah, because of the way Tyrese Maxey's playing. I know Tobias Harris is out, but um, Tyrese Maxey, man, he can, he's a walking bucket all of a sudden. He... He his odds for uh, he's now favored to win sixth man of the year. Like he's he's oh my god, dude! He hits open shots like crazy. He gets his own plays with James Harden really well. He they just recently put him in the starting lineup and he's been going off. I'm I'm all for it now. But I've, you think the Seventy Sixers have just about the same chance as the no Celtics or Bucks? I think. I think they're then they're a tier two. No, 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 no. They're not tier two. They're, if you're they're, not saying they have about the same chance, they're different tiers. I think I think they go seven games with the Bucks or the Celtics, and I think it's decided in the last game. That's it. That's so you're I saying they have about the same chance? Yes, yes, yes. I will That's say crazy. they have the same chance. That's I know it's crazy. crazy. No, they I know don't. It's crazy. Mm. I changed my mind. They do. They absolutely do. And I know they don't have any bench depth whatsoever, but they're playing their starters more, and it's they can clearly compete with anyone. I mean, they, they just beat the Bucks. The Bucks were on their 16-game win streak. They beat them at full health. Um, I, I, I don't know if they just recently – I think they just lost to the Celtics in a, in a real tight one. Um, but, I mean, they're right there. They could beat anyone. I have, I have no doubt that they'll go six or seven games with the Celtics or the Bucks, and – Injuries, depending on injuries, they could win. I could see them. Their ceiling is the Eastern Conference Finals, personally. But you want to my East? Go ahead. Tier one is the Celtics. Tier two is oh, the Bucks stop. and Seventy Sixers. There's a gap. <laughs> stop, dude. Celtics have every piece. They struggle. There's nothing out they need. Who cares? It's the regular season. They they've won a lot of close games too. Just because the past week hasn't been kind to them, do they have everything? My tier two is the Cavaliers and the Knicks, and that's it. And then is everyone else? Knicks, really? Yes. You think Knicks, Knicks clear the Heat and the Nets? Yes, clear, totally clear. Hundred percent. They're on a nine-game win streak right now. They just took out the Celtics. I mean, they're playing really well, and that, that was without Jalen Brunson either. So yeah. I would call them my I'd, – I'd put those four in a tier, I think. I think they're a tier that they can make some noise, but they're not going to win the East. The Cavs, the Knicks, the Nets, the Heat. They can make some noise, but they're not going to win it. No, yeah, Go, they could win a big series, they're but they're not going to win it. I don't think the Heat get to the second round. I mean, the Heat are not getting to the second round. Cause they're they're going to seven the- seed right now. Only four teams get that. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, they have to face Philly, Milwaukee – or Boston first, maybe the Cavs. I mean, like, they're not making it out of the first round, personally. Between the Cavs and the Knicks, which is looking like it's going to be that matchup. Cavs-Knicks could be fun. I'm leaning Knicks in seven. Dang, dude, I'm kind of talking myself into all these series could actually be fun on both sides. Like, it's I, gonna I be, think there's it's these gonna tiers. Be Philly, it's going to be Philly and Miami, and it's going to be Jimmy Butler and uh, Joel Embiid going at it again. I yeah, mean, a lot of talking. Dude, okay, you know what? I, I think I'll put it this way. We'll see we'll see two out of three of Bucks Celtic Sixers in the Eastern Conference Finals. And in the West, we'll see two of three Nuggets, Suns Warriors. 
but I think the one that doesn't make it could get knocked out in the first round. Like, I, I think the first round could be... I don't even know if I'd say two of them will make it. I'd say one of those three will win it on both sides. But the other two are liable to get knocked out in the first round. There's teams that could... Like, I, think I don't the, know, the NBA is crazy the only right team, now. The only team that could get knocked out in the first round, I think, is the the Warriors. And I think it would be if they drew the Mavericks first round. Believe it or not, that's the only that's the only really? one. Really, any of the teams that you you don't think the Nuggets could? No, the Nuggets are not getting bounced in the first I think, round. I think all six of those tier one teams could get tossed in the first round, but one of those three will will make it to the finals. I don't know. The, the NBA is deep right now. It's weird. I mean, we we were so accustomed to LeBron was in the East, he was going to win the East. Now LeBron's out of it. Even KD is getting a little older. There's not really like Curry's as close as we have, but he's clearly like he's been hurt. His team hasn't looked that good. It's not like it's a different league than what we kind of have to like retrain ourselves almost. It's it's the Celtics and it's the Bucks. Those are the two teams. I mean, just because they made the finals, yes, but like their consistency over a long period of time, you know trumps any anyone else in the east and i think i mean i think it's Giannis's, it's Giannis's conference now it's Giannis versus tatum this this these are the guys joel Embiid. i don't think i don't think he's gonna make but it it's not it's not what it was when lebron was there he could no, what's I mean, he made the finals has he made it twice now they won one and then did they lose one with, with who Giannis. uh no they only won one Okay, they, so they only he's only been to the finals once. Tatum's only been to the finals once. Yes. So these guys, I mean, but, that, but that's them. It's gonna. It's their conference. No, it's their conference for the next few years. I'm but it's right now. They're not getting dethroned by anyone unless some major trade happens for the uh, for the Seventy Sixers. I don't think any of those other teams are gonna make the finals in the near future. I think, yeah, I mean, I would definitely be putting my money on those two, but I think it's a toss-up. Like, yeah. I, I think it's, I think both conferences are fairly wide open. Who's the best player in the league right now? Tatum or Curry? I would go Giannis. It's hard not to. I mean, he's dominated, but it, he's dominated for a while, but I just don't know if he's got a complete game. Crazy, we didn't even mention Jokic. Jokic, yeah. yeah. Luka, Embiid, Jokic. Those are the uh, those are the other guys that are always tossed around. In the I don't MVP put Luca or Embiid in there, and I'll probably get some shit for that. But no, I, I don't know. Him, I wouldn't put him either. I, I don't. I don't think either of them are athletic enough. I think I it think, requires some of that. Granted, Luca's got such a bag, but dude, the NBA is fun right now. I mean, we saw the Warriors versus LeBron like five years in a row. It is so nice having it like having it like this yeah. right now the top five teams in the league today as of today are totally different from the top five teams in the league last year at this same point in time so yeah it just goes to show you it's any given year now all right be sure to uh hit up kyle on twitter um all the hashtags are down below hit me up in the comments on youtube i'll try to respond to everyone and uh yeah we'll see you guys next episode yeah, tag me in tweets. If you see stuff about the combine, you see stuff about the draft, free agency, let me know. All right. That's a wrap.